Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 9th, 2020. Strong hand. Buy and hold. Golden age of the 2020s. Having hype. Oh, yeah, we're past it, but you can always hype it. It's important. Unconfiscatable. Compete. Don't complain. Five-digit realm in motion. I'm offended by selling. All right, dudes. Hello, my elite friends. I just realized that I left all the windows open. So if there are people outside, they're probably not. It's late at night. They're here in this show too. All right. They're learning about Bitcoin. If you've got questions or if you guys out there have questions, uh, I've got answers. Type them in there. Get my attention. I will answer your questions if you're watching this live. If you're watching this tape, play to 2X. If you're watching this tape, go to watch This Week in Bitcoin. It's linked to below. It's at disruptmeister.com. Ugly old goat was on fire. He, he reminded us <clears throat> that labor should not be taxed. And Christian was also on. He was great. Tomorrow is Wednesday. And please uh, check me out on Twitter tomorrow. Techball, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I'll be tweeting something out about the status of my, uh, this is the backup channel, of course. You're at disruptmeister.com. Leads you to wherever I am on YouTube. But my main channel that had the 1,600 videos on it uh, was taken down by YouTube back on April 1st. And so we're doing something tomorrow, Wednesday. You retweet it once it's out there. I'll talk about it during Wednesday's show also to tell you to retweet it again. But there's somebody asked about it yesterday. Speaking about yesterday, yesterday's show was crazy. It, it got cut off in at like the 12-minute mark. And then for half an hour, I struggled to get back live again. And I was able to get back live again. So if you watch the show, it doesn't look like there was a half hour break at all. I learned something. I was in motion. If that problem happens again, I know how to solve it. Pound that like button. Oh, YouTube, you can throw tricks at me, but I can figure you out too. All right. So a lot of people are saying that they're bored with Bitcoin now because the, the fiat, you fiat freaks out there. Uh, the price isn't uh, that exciting to you. Come on. Come on. Are you, are you rookies? Are you rookies that you're bored? Because you know, you know, you know what happens. It'll be a roller coaster again. So just enjoy this like a vacation or something like that. You know, before you get those antacids and everything. That, now don't take that stuff. You should cure that kind of stuff naturally. You shouldn't even be bothered when it goes crazy like that. You should have a strong hand. But don't be bored now either, dudes. Be, be like, this is a little, this is a little intermission here. We know the way Bitcoin is, and yeah, there are going to be some explosive days soon enough. Okay, so don't, don't have a short attention span and be, oh, I'm bored, I'm quitting. No, long-term thinking, it'll get crazy again. Now, uh, speaking about uh, some short-term thinking, uh, there, there are people out there obviously taking to the streets, burning things down. That, that, that's short-term thinking. Now, there, there are some people in the uh, BLM, Black Lives Matter protest, they they, they are passionate about their causes. They, they might be misguided. They might be on the wrong path. They might not fully understand everything. They have, some of the dudes have good intentions. And a couple of times I've, I've seen people with signs uh, mentioning Bitcoin. And today someone sent me this video clip of a guy at, at a BLM event. He sounds like he's got a New York accent. I, I don't know if it was in New York or not. Uh, he, he's talking about Bitcoin. He's saying that they should buy Bitcoin. This is, this is the way they should fight back is by, and to watch Andreas Antonopoulos, he specifically brings up Andreas Antonopoulos. And I give the guy credit. He says, 
he says you can just buy five dollars worth of it. I mean, he's he's he knows what he's talking about there. He's clearly bought it before. And people do need to. I mean, with the unit bias out there, you know, you, if he were to say, well, it's it's only nine thousand seven hundred dollars, and people would be like, what are you talking about, man? Uh, but uh, he, he he said five dollars, so that was great. Ten dollars. You don't have to buy a whole bitcoin. Now he goes on, and it's linked to below. You can watch it. He goes on, and he's scapegoating, and he's blaming the elites. And I, I don't like scapegoating, and I don't get into elites. And We're elites. Hello, my elite friends. Pound that. We're elite because we have one Bitcoin. I mean, I, I think elite is a great word. Some people think elite is a dirty word. This guy is one of them, and I'm not into blaming. But, but he's on the right track, and, uh, and anyone can get into Bitcoin for any reason. This, this is an example of this. You probably don't agree with uh, a lot of the things this dude is, uh, stands for. I probably don't either. Uh, but hey, whatever. He's telling, he's spreading the word about it. This is the beauty of Bitcoin. And uh, yeah, and he's not the only one of these BLM uh, marches that has, has brought it up. Now, it, it's not a shock that a, a guy that leans left has heard of another guy <laughs> That leans left, uh, Andreas Antonopoulos. So Andreas Antonopoulos' outreach has uh, definitely hit one of, uh, I think, Andreas's uh, targeted uh, uh, the audience members there. And, uh, you know, it's the, the way the guy is talking about the elites. It sounds like the way uh, Andreas talks about bankers. And, uh, yeah, they politically seem to be leaning the same way. It's linked to below, but fine. Yeah, BLM talks about Bitcoin. No big deal to me. Uh it's great. The, the more, maybe some of them will be led down a completely different path if they actually buy Bitcoin and start to experiment with it. But again, your worst enemy can buy it, uh, own it, and that's great. And you, you can't stop. You can't stop BLM for using it as their currency. Hey, that would be great if they used it as their currency. If all of a sudden, you know, all the bootlickers at CNN that love a BLM, if BLM said, hey, we're, we like BTC now, uh, then CNN started promoting uh, uh, BTC. That would be great. All right, we got a we got a question here. Let me uh, let me mark my place because we're gonna talk about Germany in a second here. Hey, John, greetings, uh, John. How you doing? Uh, all right. So one, two, three. No skip said BLM buying Bitcoin will just just drive up the fiat price up and help holders. Yeah, it will if they actually bought it. Now I, I know that, that someone's talking about it. That's unfortunately it's a it's a long long way from them actually listening to the dude who knows how many other speakers were speaking that day and what else they were speaking about. I mean, there were, there could have been other guys that were like, let's go burn down this, uh, this house. And people chose to do that instead of, uh, instead of buy Bitcoin, hopefully, uh, people will, the BLM people will, will buy Bitcoin. And yes, it will be, it will be great for all the holders. And, uh, maybe it'll turn some BLM people into some long-term thinkers pound that liking because like button, because, what they're doing, you know, some of the activities that they engaged in when I was in Los Angeles looting, you know, two blocks away from me, that's short-term type of stuff that only satisfies uh, uh, the lizard brain uh, need in you. And uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't really solve your long-term problems. You're still uh, poor. And uh, the, the guy was yelling about, uh, uh, talking about how, you know, fiat money, it's, uh, it's, it's just cronies give it to one another and it's, we need to fight it. And I, I mean, I, I would just take it to another level. I don't know if he said this later in the speech, but if you're one of those people that's hooked on fiat money, if you receive a government check, I mean, you're, you're part of the same problem that dude is talking about. You're, you're hooked into this, uh, this very dependent system, this uh, corrupt system. Uh, 
or anyway. All right. So let's uh, let's move on. But I, I'm not going to tell the dude, the speaker at the BLM event how to speak. He can he can talk about whatever he wants to. He talked about Bitcoin. So that was great. Moving on, we're going to talk about Germany now. And where are my notes? All right. So Germany, I remember talking about a few months ago how they were, I mean, it was around January 1st that they were going to let banks uh, sell Bitcoin or banks, regular banks be Bitcoin banks. And I thought it was very innovative on their, in, in their, on their part. And it's a tremendous economy. I mean, it's the biggest economy in Europe. Well, here we go. Uh, not quite an ETF. They, they have an ETP now. So I linked to the Cointelegraph article, but I also linked to this guy, uh, Julian Hosp, Julian Hosp, who has a German language article that he quotes from in English. And he says the following about the situation over there. Really bullish for Bitcoin, world's first centrally cleared Bitcoin exchange traded product, exchange traded product, that's an ETP, the list on Deutsche Bourse physically backed. Institutional investors only for now, okay? But retail is better off buying Bitcoin directly anyways. I agree with that. Ooh, pound that like button. Nice work. If the U.S. can't get their stuff together for a Bitcoin ETF, it seems Germany can. Yep, it sure does. 100% physically backed. Investors can redeem for Bitcoin or cash. BitGo is providing the back end. Okay, so I, I'm pleased to see Germany making this move. And uh, yeah, maybe it'll inspire the U.S. to just let let people, let the organizations have their uh, ETF that they've been trying to get. Uh, financial innovation, I'm all for it. Compete, don't complain. Okay, good job, Germany. All of this is linked to below if you want to read more about it. All right, so Matt O'Dell has in the past mentioned because he's so into no KYC Bitcoin. He's so into just, you know, you, you, you want your Bitcoin to be traced, put it through the mixer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, here's something that's expensive, okay? And this is not for a beginner, and you're not going to make a profit off of this. But if you really want no KYC Bitcoin, you can set, and I, I do not mine Bitcoin. I don't encourage people to mine Bitcoin. But you can set up a home Bitcoin miner, all right? And you will, and this guy, uh, wrote a 20-page document. It is linked to below. What's his name? Diverter BTC, I think his name is. It's it's linked to below. It's 20 pages. It explains. And I must stress, this is not a business model. This is just a way to get no KYC Bitcoin, a pretty extreme way to get it. But uh, people have reasons uh, why they would want it this badly, <laughs> you can imagine. And uh, it, it also gives a legit reason uh, for all the people that say, well, why would people mine at a loss in the future? How's it all going to work with miners? Well, this is a, this is a case where people uh, mine for a loss in order to get Bitcoin. This is a reason in the future they, they will do this too. And, and that's a bigger point to stress here. But you can simply hook up ASIC miners, plug them into a mining pool, and begin receiving payouts for your provided hash power directly into your personally controlled Bitcoin wallet without providing any KYC AML. Now he said simply, I don't know how simple it is as a 20 page document. Uh, he calls the document mining for the street. And again, it, it's not for the beginner. 
but there are people that are interested in, they, they, they want to get their hands, they want to experiment so much on getting their hands on uh, BTC where they don't have to involve KYC, AML. Uh, well, there you go. I mean, there's a price to pay to, to get KYC, no KYC, no AML Bitcoin, okay? It, there's time involved, there's learning. This is going to cost you money. You're going to be mining at a, at a loss. And also if you use a mixer, it costs money. Here, so try it out. People pay a premium for privacy. On that like button, I see we have another question uh, before I talk about Matt Ol Olberg. Roman Q is in the house. Good to see you. It will be amusing to see <laughs> BL BLM supporters supporting hard money and Bitcoin and then get lectured by MMTers. Well, no, the, the reality on the ground, Roman, is that it, most, most of the people involved in that movement that understand, well, that are interested in the financial side of things are MMTers, okay? The, the people, there are plenty of AOC uh, people in that movement, and they're MMTers, okay? So uh, it, it would be great. I mean, it, this is a freak thing what we're seeing here. Uh, but but the more the merrier. Uh, let, let let I'm encouraging if any BML person is 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 watching, uh, don't be an MMTer. Uh, don't, don't blindly follow AOC. Do a little research. Instead of AOC, go to the big the real A, Andreas Antonopoulos, AA or AM, Adam Meister. <laughs> All right, dudes. Uh, but yeah, I, I would definitely say BLM and the, the related movements are, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're the candidates they support. Bernie Sanders, he, he's, no, he's no Bitcoiner. He is an a MMTer. And the funny thing is about MMT, that, is, that, that only helps Bitcoiners. The people who hold Bitcoin now, if, if USA goes full MMT, it's only it's only helps me more, man. It only helps me more. And I try to contact an MMT or about uh, BTC once they never wrote me back. All right, because I thought I thought the MMTers and, and BTCers could uh, find some common ground there and uh, help each other out. All right, moving on. I'm not for destruction. Let the MMTers do their thing, okay? Because I know it it helps it helps the fiat value of of the real thing which is Bitcoin. So Matt Alberg, Alberg has a tweet out there. He keeps track of the P2P exchanges, local Bitcoins, uh, and the other one, which I'm going to, Paxful. He says, a truly tectonic week for P2P exchanges with Paxful and local Bitcoin setting new combined weekly year-to-date records. This was also the first week in history where Paxful exceeded local Bitcoins trading with 42.8 million to 41.7 million in US dollar equivalent volume. Wow. All right. Very good for all you people interested in that. I still, I always question how accurate those numbers are, but he, Matt is a big believer in those numbers, whether they be coming from Argentina or Venezuela. Uh, and he, he keeps track, or, or Africa, he keeps track of all the P2P uh, money going around in, in those, uh, developing uh, and uh, not so stable parts of the world in terms of finance. Fidelity came out with a uh, survey study report today. The, the results, growing number of institutional investors believe that digital assets could be part of their investment portfolios, according to new research from Fidelity Digital Assets. All right. I read it. I read over it. 
I'm not going to give you every darn statistic. There's lots of bullish information in it. Okay. It's linked to below the actual study. And I've said this many, many times, uh, you know, the institution, there's a lot of legitimate reasons in there that institutions are going to jump into this thing. You, you want to be in there before they are okay. Not afterwards. So if you're watching this in 2025 and you're, and you're not in yet, you're probably quite unhappy. Uh, but if you're watching this in 2020, oh yeah, be in motion, be in motion. But you can read the, read it and just get inspired. If you need inspiration, why to get Bitcoin? It'll give you some reasons. Oh, I, I forgot why I stumbled upon this today. Steve Forbes, uh, he, I'm not going to put him on a pedestal or anything. Oh, I know why I stumbled upon this. Uh, I, I saw this quoted in a uh, Cato uh, Cato article by uh, the guy from Hopkins, the other Steve. <laughs> and uh, but Steve, no one talked about this back in around Thanksgiving. He Steve Forbes talked about Libra. Now last summer, Steve Forbes talked about Libra, and he was loving Libra, and he said it should be backed by gold. And some crypto uh, publications did cover that and did write about it. But oddly enough, I did not hear any back in that. And maybe I missed it. Maybe it was around Thanksgiving. And I'm going to quote, I'm going to give you the quote that he, he had around Thanksgiving about Libra. And this gets to the real reason the idea of Libra is so troubling to so many politicians, government bureaucrats, banks, and economists the world over. Libra could do to central banks what Uber and Lyft did to the taxi cartels, bust up their monopolies, or to coin a phrase, give them a run for their money. So I, I, I really like that, actually. <laughs> and because I, I'm a big uh, proponent of compete, don't complain. And with, with that in mind, with what he just said in mind, that what Libra could do uh, to, to central banks. And you, and, you, and you see what so many Bitcoiners say about central banks. You wonder why, why Bitcoiners could be against Libra. Why not just let it happen? Why, not, why be for Libra's failure? Let them be the uh, Uber and Lyft to the, the taxi cartels, bust up their monopolies, bust up the central bank monopoly. Now, some of everyone's going to say, well, Bitcoin's already busted up their monopoly. Yes, but not to the 80 percenters. <laughs> I mean, this this will be some big time. Uh, they they do not, as he pointed out, that's why they, they feel quite threatened, uh, or some of them, some of the central banks are, are, are quite disturbed by Libra. And so, and everyone's seen the Senate hearings. So I want you to... Right now, we, we can all agree that the various politicians and people connected to central banks, which are politicians, they're connected to central bank, uh, their reaction to Libra was harsh. They gave Zuckerberg such a hard time in Congress. Remember the reaction they gave him, okay? And all he was presenting to them was economic innovation, okay? All it was was economic innovation. Now, compare it to the congressman's and, and senator's reaction uh, this week and th these last few, you know, 10 days to the straight up looting and stealing on the streets of Los Angeles and, and the streets of Seattle or, or wherever. Okay. C compared, did they give those guys a hard time? No, I mean, they, they, they like what's going on. They, 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 they try to, no, they're not looting. They're just protesting. They can do whatever the heck they want to do. But Zuckerberg, 
they, Zuckerberg, they they could they 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 gave him a, I mean they, they treat like like a horrible criminal, and he is he that's financial innovation. And now maybe they think stealing and looting is financial innovation. I mean, it's it's kind of uh, I mean it's it's animalistic. It's 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 it's, it's going backwards. It's uh, devolution. <laughs> All right, devolving. But it's it's interesting to see. Um, so I I think you understand why they could be so harsh towards Zuckerberg because he threatens their power. He threatens control, uh, their, their source. But while they, they're, they're nice to the people who the looting that, 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 that causes fear that strengthens, that gives them something to do that strengthens their control. It gives them more power. It makes people more dependent. Just compare and contrast. All right, security truth machine. That is Bitcoin. That is uh, with Dan Tapiero coined that. Let me. I see there's another. Before we uh, go beyond Bitcoin here, I'm going to mention a, a, a song I heard today. So you can stop now if you don't want to hear about the song. But there's a question here too. Do you think in 2025, the Bitcoin user experience and landscape will be vastly different? Yes. <laughs> when do you think Bitcoin has its Netscape moment? Between now and then, it has to. It has to. It has to be easier by 2025. Because that's after the next halving, dude. It, it, it's got to have its next skate moment before 2024, really, uh, at this point. The user experience has got to get – it's still hard. It's, it's, it's still complicated. Uh, but it, it'll get there. Pe people, are, people are working on it. People are definitely – and, hey, it's, it's easier than it was in, in 2016. I will say that. Uh, but it's it's not where it needs to be. It's not at it. There, it, there has not been a Netscape moment yet. There definitely has not been a Netscape moment, and it it needs to happen, uh, and it will happen uh, before 2024, before the before that next having. Which wh when's that going to be? March of uh, March of 2024? Was it a Passover? We're going to have a Passover having then? I don't even know when Passover is then. Let's not rush it. Let's let's enjoy every minute. So okay, speaking about enjoying every minute. Uh, I had the radio on in here. They have a nice radio on. When I was working out, I didn't have my laptop open. And it's the classic rock station. And Journey, feeling that way, that song, I mean, I, I, I guess it's from 1978. I looked it up. It's from 1978. And uh, it's kind of corny. And I had I had a friend in college who, for some reason, loved Journey of all bands, an old Love the band from the 70s, whatever. I mean, I like Led Zeppelin, but they're a little definitely different. Anyway, the song was on today. I, I linked to I linked to it below because it's a it's the video is hilarious too. I mean, you can it's 1978, and you could see like the 70s turning into the 80s. These do their hair, their they're, they're, so they got a little bit of 80s on them, but they, they definitely their pants are 70s. Oh my god. Um, but there was a <laughs> there was just a great in the comment section, always read the comment section. Uh, and this is the reason why I think I like the song so much and why everybody likes the song so much. What this guy had to say about it. The moment Steve Perry announces his effing presence with authority at the 37 second mark is one of my favorite music moments ever. Pound that like button, dudes. So watch it and do notice at the 37 second mark when Steve Perry announces his freaking presence with authority in freaking classic rock style pound that like button i'm adam meister and a bitcoin meister the disrupt meister you never know what you're gonna hear uh subscribe to this backup channel again check it out tomorrow techball t-e-c-h-b-a-l-t on twitter 
um, and re retweet what's going to be uh, put out there tomorrow, and we'll see what happens if YouTube uh, wakes up. See ya.